0: Welcome to episode five of the Hometown Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Ileanne Tyson. So I would love, love, love to hear some feedback from everyone about the podcast. I need to know if I'm on the right track, if you want me to address more things, different things. So please do give me some feedback. Just you can reply back to any um email or on Instagram or via Facebook, just reply back and let me know what you like about it or what needs improvement. Today's episode is brought to you by Hooked Studio, a digital media publishing company. You can find them online at hooked.studio. Today, our topic is all about hosting events. Right now, or I just finished up a big event with our city, the City of Liberty, hosting our Celebrate Liberty Spring Festival. It went fantastic. The weather held out for us, and it takes a lot of planning. But what I would like to talk to you as a small business owner is that events are a wonderful way to build your business, create brand loyalty, create those raving fans... And I just want you to know it's not a waste of time. Some people say, man, I just don't, you know, I'm already working 40 hours a week. It's such a, uh, you know, or or even more hours. It's such a struggle. But I promise you, if you plan them right, it's not going to be a waste of time. It builds community. Again, it creates raving fans. It helps you network with other business owners. And it will make you stand out as a leader in your community and in your industry. So yesterday, I was having a meeting at one of our local bakeries, and they are really rocking it out with this strategy. They have been having a weekly market night where they have different vendors come in, and then now they're actually throwing in some additional fun nights. I think one is a music and barbecue night, and I think there's a Christmas in July event. Just And they're also tapping into the city event, so when we have events... With the, the city, they actually are participating and they're just really making it a great and big deal. So I'm really proud of them. Shout out to Sweet Tokens Bakery in Liberty, South Carolina. They are just doing a great and awesome job. Real quick, I want to go over a couple of things that you might want to watch out for when you're hosting an event. First off, it might take a while. Depending on how exciting or how busy things are going on in your to your uh, ideal client, it might take a while for it to catch on. One event might go well and the next one might be a flop. And I just want to emphasize that you probably will have a flop or two. I know I've had a few flops and it just happens. So here I'm going to give you some tips on how to make the best of your events, give you some ideas for different kinds of events. So stay tuned and listen up. As you're talking with your customers, do get some feedback from them. Find out what times, what kind of topics might be helpful. You know, are we talking about a workshop? Are we talking about just sort of like a lunch and learn? Are we talking about, you know, what would benefit your customer the best and then ask them maybe what would be some dates or times you know would it be more of a lunch and learn would it be an after business after hours time frame would it be I mean a special day a day that the shops or the store is not n- normally open I know the mercantile they do uh, workshops hand-on hands-on workshops and then they'll also do one-on-one classes you know they'll publish those and and post those and get those booked up Another great tip is set up a reward system for attendance and also for sharing, whether you do a formal Facebook promotion or a King Sumo app promotion, uh, whether you do it something super formal like that or you have a punch card system just for showing up and, and after they come up to so many events, they get a special free gift or a gift card or something like that. Another great thing to do is to have multiple people involved, whether it's customers or similar businesses or vendors, collaboration partners. Having other vendors can help you split the costs. They can help you split the responsibilities. They can give you free stuff that you can give away and use to promote the event. So it doesn't necessarily mean it's gonna break the bank for you. And I would recommend having at least one event a month. When I was working with a local gift shop, we would have at least one event a month. So we'd always have something to promote. Sort of like the car lots and the furniture stores. They seem to be always having some sort of exceptional promotion or, or whatnot. Or maybe they'll wrap it around the holidays. Use that same idea. All right, now for some promotion tips. Draft up a press release. I have a list in my email list. Email specific distribution list that is specific to my area and so we will write up press releases. They don't have to be very long and if you have a picture to go along with it that's even better but send them out to your local media. You never know when that might turn into something big. In fact our last event we were originally going to be doing a lot of paid placements on TV and we had to back out of that in the last minute. But then, you know, we kept sending the press releases and then a different reporter picked up on it and they came out and we spent three hours on site a few days before the event promoting it. And so that really worked out really well. But that wouldn't have happened if I hadn't have done the press releases. Some other promotion tips. Make sure you have a Facebook event for your page and you probably want to pay to boost that. Use some promotion, say like and share and, and get a free gift certificate or whatnot and pay a little bit of money. It doesn't cost a lot to boost that particular event or a Facebook post about that event. Do include your event on your website. Make it super easy for people to find information about it. If you require registration for it, have your registration form, just make it easy. I think Eventbrite might be a way to to take in registrations or you could just use a Google form if, if you don't need them to pay for anything. Google forms are great to, to do that and you can easily embed those onto your website. Make sure you make signs to one, do like signs on your to go in your store, but I like to do what's called four-ups and we do four to a sheet and we just leave them on the countertops around town and people can take them. So you could put all kinds of things on that little um, takeaway that they could take with you or if you've got shopping bags, you can put one in each of the, the bags that they come in. You can also get promotion stuff with collaborative partners. So if you have vendors or you're doing this with some other, um, another business that's either similar to yours or a something that would uh, go along with your business, then you can use some of their stuff to promote, and then they can take some of yours to promote as well. So you can cross promote like that. On the day of the event, you might want to do special signage or balloons or something, you know, try to be as much, have things that are reusable as possible. I know I've seen those easels that you can write chalkboard messages on. Uh, there's all kinds of different little things that you can do to just really make things stand out. Sometimes those though are on the sidewalk and you might not be able to see in front of your store or business. So maybe something larger like those. some um, There's some big flags that you can get Like you can have them with a message or just, you know, just to notice me type signs. Think of what the car lot sometimes use and that helps. And then, of course, giveaway stuff. People love giveaways, whether it's a gift card, whether it's to your business or to somebody else's business. If it's a neighboring business, they might be even willing to say, hey, I'm having a special event. You want to give away a gift certificate or, or something special? I know we um, canvas our community and get gift cards to some of the different restaurants and there, none of them are very outrageous and it works really, really well. Alright, let me give you some examples of some fantastic events to have. An easy one is just a generic customer appreciation. You could do classes or workshops. These could be educational or hands-on. You could have specific groups come and do an event in your space, such as maybe the Cub Scouts or the Girl Scouts or some other group that they could come. I, I think we had done some fundraisers for Humane Society at one point. We've done fundraisers with dance groups and things. So you can invite those in. It'd be a special event. I know the schools a lot of time will do elementary school night at the local Wendy's or or pizza house or something like that. So that's a great way to, to cross promote um, different organizations, especially the ones with kids, because they have, you know, if you, if you're like a soccer team or a cheerleading team, you know, there's several kids involved with that. So it will be several of their parents. Another interesting event could be like a block party. Maybe you get like three, four, or five businesses that are right there together and y'all just have a big party. Just make sure you check if there's any zoning things that you need to check with your city. Or if you have to close off the street or that kind of thing, they might have some special requirements. Some specific examples for different industries. If you're a realtor, you could offer home buying workshops or home selling workshops. A gift shop you could offer something like a special vendor pop-up or some sort of extra special um, event before each gift-giving holiday such as a uh, back-to-school event or Mother's Day maybe you have uh, you could bring in a massage therapist the week before Mother's Day and uh, a special another special vendor and then y'all could just really promote the heck out of that Bakery, like I said, our local bakery has market nights. You could also have how-to classes there. Just all kinds of stuff you could do there. Uh, Restaurants, that a lot of restaurants will bring in bands. You could bring a comedian. You could bring special education pieces from different parts of the community. A nail salon, fashion show. You could do glamour workshops. Again, you could do vendor pop-ups. That's just where you come and have one or two vendors and they come and display their stuff and and sell or take special orders. If you have a clothing boutique, you could do a fashion show, maybe etiquette classes. You could do the vendor pop-ups again, bring in a massage therapy, or you could also have charity events. I know Belk's in one of our neighboring towns will have charity events specific to some charities sometimes and then sometimes it'll be just a generic charity event day you could do that as well a coffee shop it could have in music or bands you could also do maybe some how-to events around coffee or have special vendors come in you could do arts and crafts nights so there's all kinds of ways that you can have events and again i recommend about one per month all right some top mistakes about hosting your events First, don't try to do it all yourself. Get some help, whether they work for you or just volunteer time. Compensate them either through a gift certificate or just a thank you luncheon after the fact. Don't over rely on any one group or person to make your event a success. It would be like if you always had the same co-sponsor and they bring in a lot of business for you well if something were to happen to that relationship then you might have a hard time having the same success if you use it for if you then partner with someone else so maybe vary your partnership opportunities don't wait too long to track or to promote your event You know, you should be, you know, at least a month in advance promoting the event. Right now, for example, we are already putting the date out there for our fall festival, and this is June, so that people can mark the date. You need to track things. Track number of attendees is pretty obvious, but you also need to make notes about what you did for promotion, what you put out, how many invitations you sent out whether specifically or if it was just through email you know if you did a facebook promotion giveaway what did you do what was your wording maybe even include a copy of that keep a record of all that so you can see what is working what is not working and then you'll know the next time what to do or what not to do another mistake is forgetting what you are trying to achieve are you trying to achieve more business are you trying to just be the top in your industry for your area like show that you are the industry expert or are you doing more of retaining existing your existing clients or audience are you trying to reach new audiences new clients so Just know what your primary aim is and then just remember to try to always be doing that. So for example, if you're just trying to get more business and you don't really care who the business comes from, your tactics might be a little bit different than if you were just trying to be known as an expert in say, let's take real estate for example. Not everybody is gonna be needing a real estate agent immediately, but when they come to top of mind, they might want to, you know, you always want to remember that particular agent so you can be positioned as an expert. Another mistake is don't underestimate your power of branding. This is carrying your consistent colors, images, fonts, in all your promotional materials. I've seen events where one will be one kind of style and font and look and feel and then another will be totally different. You want something that's going to coordinate with your logo, your colors, and then carry it out consistently. Alrighty, well what questions do you have? I do want you to send them to me. I really do value your feedback and your input. Please like or share the podcast. It helps us all grow. I would Love, love, love to have a review or have you also subscribe if you're not already doing that on your favorite podcast player. Our next podcast is actually going to be an interview with 313 Cafe in Seneca, South Carolina. This is a new coffee shop and cafe that's knocking it out of the park. They're doing great on Instagram and great on building up their new clients and they've got some rock star staff that's on board with them and they're just doing a bang up job so i can't wait for you to listen to that as well if you don't want to miss a single episode be sure to subscribe or go to ilianne forward slash vip and ilianne is e-l-i-a-n tyson t-y-s-o-n so Until next time, have a great week and I'll talk to you soon.